You're listening to Astrology in 5 with Mark Lerner. Hello, everyone. Today is May 24th, 2023, and 37 years ago in 1986, I wrote my self-published book, Mysteries of Venus. Now, this is a special edition of Astrology in 5. We're going to go over five minutes. This is number 53. And rather than reading from the book, I will mention two people who are very significant today. Today was a day, May 24th, 2023. Mercury is no longer retrograde. That ended quite a while ago, and I want to point something out about all that because on my website at greatbearenterprises.com, for the last couple of years, as many of you know, I have shared now three important podcasts, The Truth About Mercury Retrograde. Those are longer. Two of them are about 45 minutes. Another one is about an hour. And I just recently did the third one of The Truth About Mercury Retrograde. So let's remember, Mercury is direct now. And so many people have focused um, over the years, which is something I disagree with wholeheartedly, that Mercury retrograde is filled with glitches and problems and difficulties and so on, whereas Mercury direct somehow or another is devoid of having those problems. And this is a perfect example today of both the truth about Mercury retrograde and also that problems and glitches and difficulties happen whether Mercury is retrograde or not. Okay, so I want to bring together the passing of the great performer, uh, iconic figure around the planet, Tina Turner, who is a sun sign Sagittarius, born November 26, 1939. Um, her exact birth information is on astro.com, in case you want to look at the actual chart. Another name for that is Astrodienst, Astro and then D-I-E-N-S-T. If you go there, you put in Tina Turner, or if you go to Google or Safari, put in Tina Turner horoscope, you're going to go and you'll find her exact chart. So I'm going to refer to that. She is born with Mercury retrograde, but I'll share a little bit more about her chart. And when you listen to my podcast, if you haven't, uh, at Astroscope, back on greatbearenterprise.com, my three three of those that I've been sharing for years and welcome to planet Earth, writing articles, the United States is born July 4th, 1776 with the Mercury retrograde. I've shared about the New York Times that um, our former president, Donald Trump, would keep calling the failing New York Times, which has been in existence since the 1850s, still the preeminent newspaper in the United States, and um, which also has Mercury retrograde. At any rate, the phenomenal Tina Turner, that news came through on my phone today around the noon hour or so, and identically while that was happening, the announcement of Ron DeSantis's presidential campaign was being touted. So th these two news stories were simultaneous. And, you know, there's so much happening in, in Florida over the last several years, this enormous conservative wave that's happening, book censorships and all these different kind of things that are going on about anti-woke, regardless of whatever your p political views on all that. And Ron DeSantis won an election, I guess it was back in 2018, and then had an incredible victory against a former governor by, I think, 19 percentage points the last time he won for governor. So today was the day that he decided, and again, I'm collaging these two people, and we'll, we'll sort of give you some highlights in a moment. So th this was a day where instead of doing a, a rally, a big announcement um, in public, he decided to go on Twitter with Elon Musk, who owns Twitter, the foremost billionaire on the planet, 
and announce everything on Twitter. And as you may have heard, or what you can tune into, and this is real news, that when the announcement began, there was all these glitches and difficulties. And if you were on there or were trying to be on there, apparently hundreds of thousands of people tried to get onto Twitter to hear this announcement and overloaded the lines of energy or whatever we want to call it. And the the main announcer, as well as Elon Musk, were apparently there. And uh, it went on for apparently 20 or 21 minutes instead of there being a very orchestrated, very clear-cut, well-organized announcement for this very important person, the Republican Party, and I'll give you more about his birth chart in a moment, it was filled with glitches. And now all these different Republicans, Donald Trump and other people running the Republican Party, are all looking at this kind of amazed and thankful, I guess, and aghast. But the point is that I want to bring up is Mercury is not retrograde. This is the kind of thing that astrologers... I would call them newer astrologers. I've had 51 years, learned from the greatest astrologers, and I just feel very strongly. I'm not saying retrograding planets are unimportant. We want to recognize them. But what's happened in our culture, uh, modern culture, particularly in some of the guidebooks every year, is there's this constant harping and creating fear that Mercury's retrograde. They've even had this uh, term called a storm for a week or so before Mercury goes retrograde and after goes retrograde. There are all these warnings, don't do this, don't do that, and this creates a lot of fear. While planets are always going retrograde with different cycles, the outer planets from Jupiter out to Pluto and beyond all go retrograde for four to five months every single year, and the guidebooks barely mention anything about them, just indicate like a Jupiter symbol and an RX or Saturn symbol, RX. Same thing with Venus is coming up to go retrograde, which it does every year and a half, and it will go retrograde for six weeks. If you look at the Llewellyn guide, the yearly guide, and you look at the date that Venus goes retrograde, there's a Venus symbol and an RX. That's it. No comments, nothing. And then when Venus goes direct six weeks later, there's a Venus symbol and a, and a D or the word direct. No commentary, no, no advisory, no storm, no concerns, no anything. Okay. We've got this very, very dangerous situation where Mercury, as I put it, is the punching boy now because it does it three times a year. But as I've shared and I've researched so many famous people, the Nostradamuses of the world, the Derek Jeters of the world, the Jerry Rices of the world, um, so many other people who I've reported in one or two of my Mercury retrograde podcasts are born with Mercury retrograde. And a lot of astrologers say, well, that's different. That's not the same thing as Mercury going retrograde. Therefore, we have to sort of say that's a special case. At any rate, Tina Turner, let's get to her for a moment, born at a full moon, sun in Sagittarius, moon in Gemini. Part of her unbelievable energy was because Mars in her chart was in a square to both her sun and moon. So this is what we call a T-square triangle. And so Mars, when you look at her life and her work, um, also the sexual abuse that she had and the, uh, with Ike Turner and so many things and her rise to stardom, an extraordinary life. She has just passed away, uh, bless her soul, with Uranus coming back. When a person, if a person uh, gets to live to be 83 to 84, that's the orbit of Uranus. And literally her natal Uranus, which by the way was also retrograde, was a 19 plus a Taurus. And that exactly returned over the last couple of days. So she just experienced her Uranus return. Her stardom, I mean, this is not a full analysis here by any means, it's just keynotes, but she was also born just two days after a Jupiter direct station in one of its traditional signs, Pisces. As many of you know, 
In the old days, which I still accept, Jupiter ruled two signs, Sagittarius and Pisces, until the discovery of Neptune. And then astrologers said, oh, Neptune is a lot like Pisces, so let's give Neptune the rulership of Pisces. Except the problem is, uh, if you're a sun sign Pisces or Pisces rising, Neptune has a cycle of 165 years. And therefore, it only moves from one sign to another every 14 years. So if you're a Pisces rising or sun in Pisces, you're ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is a 11.86 or 12-year cycle. So a lot of there's a lot of sort of generalizations in astrology and a lot of things that are invalid. At any rate, today was the day of the month when the moon and Mars were together. And right at the exact time on the West Coast, the news came in, this is the moon with Mars. Remember, Tina Turner, born at a full moon, her Mercury retrograde exactly on the horizon for the U.S. birth chart from July 4th, 1776, her sun in Sagittarius, her moon in Gemini, and being born at a T-square where Mars was in between them making squares to both the sun and the moon. And a lot of you may realize um, through my cosmic calendar, we're celebrating 42 years on that now, looking into the future all the time. That was at the center of my Welcome to Planet Earth newspaper magazine for several decades. Um, I'm constantly talking about different cycles that are coming up. Uh, things like T-squares and square patterns. The 90-degree square, square pattern in astrology has been given a bad rap for centuries because even though 90 degrees is frictional, people can be born with square patterns or these T-square or crosses in their chart and still be very empowered, be successful. And also, when we have these cycles in the sky, it doesn't necessarily have to mean negativity. At any rate, with the moon conjunct Mars, it is not surprising that this extraordinary woman who just hit her Uranus return, not everybody gets to, to live to be 83 to 84 years old, superimposed at the very same day that this governor of Florida, who has become such a conservative firebrand and wants to be the rival with Donald Trump for the nomination of the Republican Party, with all of the recent censorship, particularly against minorities, people coming in, you know, immigrants and so on, regardless of whatever your political views, left or right on all of this. I thought it, it's very extraordinary because part of the astrology that I work with is not what I call coincidences or accidents and so on. These things are synchronistic. The, there, is, there is a universal force, even as we know with George Lucas and the idea of the force in Star Wars a force of peace and love and harmony, an invisible force of love and goodwill and creativity, which is, by the way, the main themes of GPS Astrology magazine, the new magazine we've created, and you can read it for free and subscribe. That's on Great Bear Enterprises. Please do that when you can and read all the four issues. The next one is coming out on July 3rd, uh, close to the solar return of the United States. So um, we've gone for about 10 minutes here, and I want to talk a few more minutes here. Uh, again, this is kind of an extraordinary day, and normally I wouldn't do this. By the way, I guess, unfortunately, the next uh, Astrology in Five that's due up from uh, Mysteries of Venus is on Adolf Hitler, and, I, and that's going to be a little longer, too, because I have studied Adolf Hitler's chart and the rise of um, Nazi Germany, and so I incorporated his chart, which is pretty well known, and that will be the next one, which will be podcast number 53, that I'll do in a week or so, and I wish I didn't have to report that, but nevertheless, there are some incredible insights about why a person like that 
uh, rose to power and what happened in Germany and what could happen again, whether in America or around the world, and which is happening in places like Russia, Syria, North Korea, so many other places on planet Earth we have to be careful about. Okay, so where I want to go for a moment with Ron DeSantis is we don't know yet. Ron DeSantis is born September 14 of 1974. He's in the middle of what we would call the midlife crisis. Most astrologers have used that term for anyone who's aged between around 39 and 45. Anyone. People who have passed away, people who are living now, everyone who will ever live and go through these cycles. When you hit 39 to 40, then the planet Neptune, which has a 164-year cycle, a quarter of that is 41. So when we're 40, 41, Neptune is squaring our natal Neptune. This is part of the midlife crisis. Neptune has a lot to do with spirituality, has a lot to do with soulfulness. It's considered in many ways a higher octave to Venus, a planet of love and kindness and friendship. So we're really tested whether married or not, with our careers or not. Where are we at in terms of our soul purpose in life when we're 39 to 41? That's Neptune square its own position. And I'll, again, I'm going to connect this to Ron DeSantis because he's 44 and a half at this point or nearing his 45th birthday. And in the middle of the midlife crisis, we have Uranus going opposite its own position. That's for everybody who's ever lived, living now, or will ever live. Ron DeSantis, born September 14, 1978, sun in Virgo, and this is really important, conjunct the United States Neptune in Virgo at the top of our chart from July 4th, 1776. And Ron DeSantis also has his son squaring the United States Mars. Our country was born during a Mars-Neptune, very tight square. It's one of the big challenges of the destiny cycle of this country. And Ron DeSantis happens to have the sun conjunct Neptune at the top of our chart, which can represent illumination and psychic sen sensitivity and creative imagination. But the shadow side is confusion, nebulosity, fogginess, and so on. And again, our natal Neptune for the United States is squaring our Mars, and so Ron DeSantis has his sun activating that Mars-Neptune square. His moon is somewhere in Aquarius, which could be actually conjunct the United States moon, which is in Aquarius, conjunct Pallas Athena at the nation's birth. And by the way, I'm sharing all this on the one day of the month when the moon is approaching Pallas Athena in the sky. Part of the reason I'm doing this is a special report. Well, what happens at the end of the midlife crisis is exactly where Ron DeSantis is now. Um, that's when Saturn goes opposite its own position. Just like when we're teenagers, when we're 14 to 15, which is a difficult time period, that's the first half of a Saturn return cycle of 29 years. And when we hit 44 to 45, which is exactly Ron, Ron DeSantis' age, Saturn makes another opposition to its own position. The problem for him is that he's born with Mercury conjunct Saturn in Virgo. So Saturn is about to go opposite his natal Saturn three times over the next several months during these primaries. So I'm not saying that means a definite loss, but it's certainly not an easy time. And he also has Mercury, which rules his sun sign, conjunct Saturn. So Saturn is transiting opposite its own position, and this will go on several times due to a Saturn retrograde. So meanwhile, both of these people are what we call Venus Hesperians. They were both born when Venus was an evening star. So if you've been following my Venus stories, and I've done 51 of these before this, I've shared the difference between whether you are born with Venus rising ahead of the sun, called Venus Lucifer, which is not a bad Lucifer, Lucifer meaning light bearer, or Venus behind the sun. What that means is both Tina Turner when she was born, November 26, 1939, 
she was born when Venus was an evening star, after the sun set in Sagittarius, and she was born the day of a full moon. Venus would have been bright in the western sky. So that is her energy field, and she has a Venus in Sagittarius going along with her sun in Sagittarius, as well as Mercury on the United States Ascendant, and our Mercury's retrograde. So um, DeSantis has a sun in Virgo, and he's also a Venus Hesperian. His Venus is in Scorpio. So when he was born and the sun was setting in Virgo on the day of his birth, Venus would have been again in the western sky, brightly shining. So you can look back at some of the other uh, different stories I've shared. Venus his, as a Hesperian planet or as an evening star is basically conservative. A lot of the things you read about Tina Turner was she was not somebody into a whole lot of drugs or unusual kind of things. And I'm not saying... Uh, you know, making a statement one way or another about Venus Lucifer versus Venus Hesperian. But there is a conservative energy for people who are born with Venus as an evening star rather than a morning star. So you can listen back to some of the other things that I've shared about these two people. The main thing I wanted to wind up with um, is that back to the Mercury retrograde situation. We have this phenomenon, what I call a thought form, that has sort of taken over in the last 5, 10, 15 years or so, um, when I first got into all of this decades ago, we, we were always aware of Mercury retrograde as well as every planet going retrograde, and there are different cycles of retrograde planets. But it's only been in recent times, even getting to TV. If you go to Google or Safari and you type in Mercury retrograde and uh, ask for images, you'll get all these kind of strange cartoons and road signs of Mercury retrograde, danger ahead, all these different problems. And while that's fun and it's intriguing and so on, the point that I'm bringing up is here's a perfect day where on Twitter, if you remember how Twitter was, 184 characters, everything had to be short. Remember that whole thing with Twitter? I mean, that's not that long ago. And if you, you made a tweet and it was too long, you'd have to start erasing things. So here we have... Uh, Elon Musk, by the way, I have two podcasts on Elon Musk and Tesla and Bitcoin and so on. They're also in Astroscope, where I have over 100 of the longer podcasts. That's a great bear enterprises with an S.com to listen to my longer podcast. So let me just finalize again by saying we have the phenomenal Tina Turner born with Mercury retrograde. That is not a problem if it's in your chart or it's in the sky. I'm not saying that we shouldn't review, reflect and reevaluate a lot of different issues and ideas, whether Mercury's retrograde or Venus is retrograde or other planets, but we should have a consistent approach to retrograding planets and not just be calling out one planet, Mercury, because it simply does it three times in a calendar year. So here we have a situation, Mercury is speeding along, it's gathering speed, and this would be normally the, the time that astrologers would say, you see, Mercury retrograde, look what happened with the launch of DeSantis's uh, presidential campaign for 21 minutes, there are all these glitches. So you can't blame Mercury retrograde because it's not retrograde, okay? This is my exact point. Every single day, regardless of whether Mercury is retrograde or not, people lose messages, they make mistakes, you put your keys in the wrong place. This is happening whether Mercury is retrograde or direct. So I just want you to be aware of all that. Today was a perfect example. This didn't have to happen, okay? In other words, the people on the DeSantis uh, end of things thought, wow, we can start with the m m most, uh, the person with the most money in the world, okay, Elon Musk. This is going to definitely make Donald Trump upset because Donald Trump is always concerned about how many billions 
Fortune magazine or Forbes says how many billions he has because he always wants to to express that he has you know ten times more, five times more than what everybody thinks he has in terms of wealth and so on. So I believe what happened here, uh, reading the tea leaves, is the DeSantis team decided, wow, um, Trump has created Truth Social. He's running. Well, why don't we uh, launch our our campaign, what could possibly go wrong, right, with Elon Musk, and we see what went wrong. Too many people trying to get on there, technical difficulties, all of the things that you'd say this is a Mercury retrograde phenomenon, and Mercury is not retrograde. So listen to my three uh, Mercury Truth About Mercury Retrograde podcasts. They're all on Astroscope at greatbearenterprise.com. And again, um, the DeSantis chart, we don't have an exact time yet, but there is um, a website, and let me just get this in here so that you know. Um, that's a different website. It's called uh, Astro Theme, Astro and then T H E M E.com. So if you go to astrotheme.com, you'll be able to see um, either a noon chart for him for. September 14, 1978, for Ron DeSantis. He's born in Jacksonville. I'm sure at some point somebody will get his birth time. That's usually what happens, but for the moment, we don't know. Now, again, look, whether this campaign for him fizzles out because of the way it started today um, or it doesn't fizzle out, we don't know where all this is going to go. I'm going to keep reporting between Astroscope and uh, Astrology in 5 and on my website at greatparententerprise.com with stories and ideas about the campaigns. There'll be a whole lot more coming from myself, but this was a special, um, unusual day, and I wanted to make sure I brought this to your attention. And so um, look up their charts, take a look at it, think about what I'm saying here about Mercury retrograde, the different planets being retrograde, and make your own decisions about it all. The big thing is to keep an open mind about all this and to also see when we have unusual situations like today, the moon being conjunct Mars in the sky, moon approaching Pallas Athena, and we get this extraordinary passing of a wonderful person, such an extraordinary entertainer who also has Mercury retrograde. And on the same day, the governor of, of Florida, whose sun is in Virgo, whose Mercury is in Virgo conjunct Saturn, but who's in the, in the midst of a midlife crisis, or what I call power surge, when a person's between 39 and 45. Clearly, Ron DeSantis can sort of get his feet wet in presidential politics and run again four years or five years from now or 10 years from now because he's a younger person. And maybe that's part of the whole thing to get familiar, whether he wins or not. A lot of people have run. Joe Biden ran several different times until he, he, he finally won uh, a couple of years ago. I mean, when he's like 78 years old, but he was trying to be president when he was in his 40s and 50s and 60s, and that never worked. So you never know. We may have Ron DeSantis around for a long time, but clearly it wasn't Mercury retrograde that created all these glitches today. And you can look back and see what happened, you know, with the start on Twitter with the most powerful person in the world waiting to sort of ask him some questions and all these different technical difficulties showed up. Many blessings to all of you, and next time will be uh, podcast Astrology in 5, number 53, on one of the no most notorious, infamous persons, uh, Adolf Hitler, um, and the creation of Nazi Germany and the Third Reich. That'll be our next topic. In the meantime, love and blessings to all of you. Thank you very much for listening, and have a good day. Bye for now. That's it for now. Stay tuned for more Astrology in 5 with Mark Lerner.